Hey y'all, it's your girl Keisha Joe, and you are tuned in to the 30 Girl Podcast. Calling all queens. It's time we live out our dreams. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Getting financially free and we healing and hurting. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Loving me and all my queens cause we know we are worthy. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Getting financially free and we healing the hurting. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Loving me and my queens because we know we are worthy. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the 30 Girl Podcast. Tonight with me, I have Kiana Armani, CEO and Creative Director of Indigo Blue Style. Thank you, Kiana, for joining us. Thank you for having me, Keisha Joe. How are you today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm great. I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's a pleasure. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. Okay, so as Keisha Joe just stated, I am Kiana Armani, CEO of Indigo Blue, Creative Director and Fashion Stylist, and Certified Fitness Trainer. Um, I've been doing this for, I would say, about six years. I've been a Creative Director, um, <clears throat> probably been working out for and being probably about six years, probably about the same amount of time. Um, mm-hmm. I became a certified fitness trainer actually this year. So um really excited about that. I've been styling for years, um, done a lot of magazine publications, um, L, Essence, um, numerous others, Health Magazine and so forth and so on. So, yeah. Yes. You're all over the place. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. You have so to be, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Definitely put yourself on. Um, so is fashion something you've always had the passion for? Yeah. So it started early on. Um, my parents kind of, you know, I was raised with my grandmother and my mom and my grandfather. Um, that's who raised me. And coming up, I used to love like runway fashion because um, I, you've seen me not in person, but you've seen photos of me. I'm really, really tall. Mm-hmm. So um, just growing up in my environment, um, it wasn't a lot of people didn't look like me. So I tended to gravitate towards the runway because they were tall models as I was. Right. So it kind of gave me like some common ground. So that's where it kind of sparked. Um, okay. And I actually had like a couple of my cousins who were like very fashion forward and they always had like the latest designer stuff. So with those two influences, it kind of made me be really interested in fashion at a young age. Yes. And you are in Philly, which is a lot close to New York. You know, they say that's like the fashion capital of it is that the U.S. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, which made it that much easier once I became an adult to mm-hmm. um, travel to New York um, with a limited budget, of course. <laughs> right. Um, because it doesn't, you know, cost a lot to get out to New York from Philadelphia. So that definitely did work to my advantage. Yes, that's wonderful. So tell us how you started your business um, 
Indigo Blue Style. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? So Indigo Blue Style is, I like to call it my second baby. Um, mm-hmm. I have a son and he's uh, 12 years old. So I call Indigo Blue Style my second baby. Um, it's birthed from me. Um, it's all my vision. Um, I had started to kind of get stuck in a rat race for a while. Um, was having a full-time job at the time and um, just wanting to get out of the rat race. Mm-hmm. And um, I started working out and just changing my lifestyle. Um, I read a couple books that just kind of like gave me that motivation and that push to just go for it. What I knew, what I really wanted to do. You know how like you have the thing that's really in your heart and you're passionate about, but your parents tell you to get a job and pay those bills. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of got stuck in pay, get the job and pay the bills. Um, went to college, took a few courses and um, ended up just really being unhappy with where I was at the time. Um, so through like working out and just changing my lifestyle, it really gave me that extra motivation and that push to really mm-hmm. tap into being a fashion stylist and creative director. Um, so Indigo Blue was birthed from that. And what I did was I just started to tell my story. Um, I set up like a Weebly account. Um, I set up a, a website by myself. I did hire someone to do like a graphic design for me, but I had mm-hmm. a very low budget. So it was really just me, my dreams and um, me just documenting the process. Um, so that's what started the go blue um, style.com back in 2015. Okay. So mm-hmm. you're five years in now. Or... Yes. 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 So how has the journey been? Um, I see, I did hear you mention that you kind of went through like a total life transformation where you were also working on yourself Yes. at the same time that you were birthing this business. Yes. I so... always tell people that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. You have to start to work on yourself first. Um, I was about 35 pounds overweight and I was just carrying around a lot of baggage, mm-hmm. um, whether it be personal, um, health wise, you know, I wasn't in a healthy state because of what I was going through with being unhappy at my job and so forth. But right. once I started to peel back those layers, that actually helped me to find the confidence to find the, you know, the, um, just the hard enough to go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how. I just started and my son's father had opened up a boutique um, and I was very scared to like jump out there. He's always been an entrepreneur. So he was just like ready for it. Mm -hmm. And um, he went for it and I was, I stayed safe. I was like, you know what you do that. And I'm going to stay here and, you know, and hold it down with my, with my guaranteed paycheck. Right. And, but I, you know, I would envy him because he would wake up every day and be so happy to get out of bed. And like, he was like driven and, you know, and I was like, I was dragging in the morning. <laughs> I was scared. Like, yeah. Scared to take that leap of faith. Absolutely. That's exactly where I was. And through just like changing my lifestyle and like working out, um, I started really small. Um, what happened was my son was taking karate classes at the time. And I, I remember like calling my friends and complaining like, wow this is the biggest I've ever been like this is the the heaviest I've ever been in my life and I'm unhappy and one day I was sitting in his karate class and they had like a little tiny gym next door nothing fancy but just enough for me to get started Mm -hmm. so I said okay well instead of sitting here the whole hour with him which he was 
monitored. It was so many parents, the sensei, you know, he had more than enough supervision. So it wasn't a need for me to stay there the entire time. Right. So what I did was I started to split my time. I said, okay, well, if he's here for an hour, I could take 15 to 20 minutes to just go right next door and just get a quick workout in. And um, that's how I started that journey of just changing my lifestyle as far as my health and fitness. Mm -hmm. So it's something that you got addicted to pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I love the way it made me feel. I was confident and Mm -hmm. I wear a lot of um, designer things that are like European cut. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was I was so happy that, you know, my body was, you know, in a shape where as though I could wear those type of clothes and be really confident and comfortable and just really just shine. You know, I I was feeling good on the inside and it just it just was it was shining outward to the world. Yes. And that was something that I was like, wow, these two things go hand in hand. So if I'm going to be my best and look my best, I also need to feel my best. Absolutely. So I found that correlation like right from the start of my journey. Yes. And feeling good about yourself um, being a personal. Did you say personal stylist as well? Yes, I do personal styling. I do editorial styling. Um, The body, the bulk of my work has definitely been geared more to magazine work mm-hmm. um, but that's something that um, you know I'm looking to change as I continue to uh, grow and expand the vision in the company is to do more personal styling because I do really love to see people transform mm-hmm. the difference between the magazine editorial styling and the personal styling is you really don't get to go on a journey with people um, the models show up and they're already like a zero. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? And um, it is, it's a lot of fun to see your creativity come to life. But the part that's missing in the editorial is just watching people transform. Um, I love to see people transform and to really just grab a hold of who they truly are inside. That's something yes. that I'm really, really passionate about. Yes. And I love that. It's, Thank it's, you. it's like, like you said, pulling, pulling people inward outward yes absolutely (laughs) and so you can and just making people feel comfortable to embrace who they truly are Mm -hmm. now like we have to embrace who we are that person that you know we wanted to be before the world told us that we couldn't be that person you know we call it the inner empress so like just embracing your inner empress like it's there you just need to unlayer it polish it up and and just be unapologetically that person yes I love that embrace your inner empress yeah and I did see that on your website that is beautiful and yes and I love how you outline um how feeling good about yourself Mm -hmm. is what's going to project onto other people because if you're not confident with yourself there's no way that you can be confident in your work absolutely or in anything that you do absolutely so how did you make that transition from corporate America um, out. When did that time come? Wow. So I remember being at work one day and I was talking to, um, one of my coworkers and, um, I was telling him that I had came across this book. It was funny. It was the, the irony is I found the book at work, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So someone must've left one of their self-help books. And so I came into the office one day and the book is sitting there. It's a book by Joel Austin, who's like a mega preacher mm-hmm. and mega church. And um, I picked up the book and, you know, something was just like, start reading this book. And 
when I got to maybe mid mid through the book, there was a um I'm a paraphrase, but mm-hmm. it said the richest place in the world was the cemetery because there you'll find dreams never birthed, visions never brought to life, and businesses never started. Well, that touched me to my core. It touched mm-hmm. me so bad that I started to cry. Well, I was at work and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yes. And so I, when I got home that day, I said, you know what? I'm making a plan. So what I did was um, I wrote my letter of resignation and I post-dated it. It was like six months out, right? Mm-hmm. I post-dated my letter of reg- resignation and I said, on this day, I looked at the calendar. I said, on this day, I'm quitting this job. I'm walking in and I'm giving them my letter of resignation. I didn't tell anyone except for my partner at the time. I told him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I think that you should go for it. So um, I did. And the day came. Um, I walked in and I gave him my letter of resignation. Um, through that time, I through the six months, I just made sure that I was like, you know, continuing to get more healthy mind, body, and spirit, mm-hmm. um, setting up some other avenues to have some other income. Because, of course, now I wouldn't have this income. Right. That's the reality of quitting. And I like think that, that, yes, that, and yeah. I think that's the piece that scares everyone. Yes. When yeah. they think about, you know, yeah. quitting. Yes. Real life, what they would call it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, being an entrepreneur is that, yeah. that, security that you have that you're going to get that money coming in every week or every two weeks yes and I am the person who had a job since I was 15 years Mm -hmm. old so at 15 years old you know I had an after school job so I was I was going to school during the day in high school and when I got off of school I went straight to work so I've always had a, a, a really strong um work ethic shout out to my first job Burger King yes, yes. I, I worked there too girl <laughs> yes <laughs> that is my story yes so you know what I mean you know yes just, just hustling and you know just knowing early on that you know that I wanted to be responsible and be able to you know take care and have some you know some money flow um so I was scared but I was more scared to stay where I was mm-hmm you know, I was just stuck on a hamster wheel. I wasn't moving forward. I was, you know, I was maintaining. I had a car note and so forth and so on. But nothing I was doing was fulfilling me or making me feel as though I was being of service to anyone else. Right. Um. So I was more afraid to stay where I was than I was to go into the unknown. Mm. Um. So that kind of pushed me. And then, you know, being a mother... Also, like, you never want to be the example for your child to settle. Right. Like, you, I believe we have to practice what we preach to our kids. So, if here we are telling our kids, hey, you could reach for the stars, you could be anything you want to be, yada, yada, yada. But yet, they see us stay and stay stuck in Mm -hmm. certain positions. I don't really feel that that's being a good role model, Um, like, practicing what you preach. Right. As far as that. So, yeah, I, I was scared. I was nervous, but I was just like, okay, it has to be something better. You know, like there has to be more. I want more. Mm-hmm. And um, when I when I walked in and I gave up my letter, um, the first thing they asked me was, are you sure? And what's your plan? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, um, I'm in my mind, like, well, of course I'm not sure. But here, take this letter. Right. Just let me be great. 
<laughs> yes, and I'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> and and you know what? That's the thing. You could, like you said, you can prepare for something like this all you want. Like you had six months. I'm sure you were saving money and you had X, Y, and Z planned out. But when you really step out there, none of it is will go as planned. Um, it is something that you just have to wing and it. It's something that you have to learn as you go along, too. Absolutely. Especially when you don't have when you don't have a blueprint as far as like being a businesswoman or being an entrepreneur. Right. Um, no one around me was my grandfather was a hustler. So maybe I kind of got that hustler spirit from him. Like mm-hmm. he was like Uber before it was Uber. He had like a, a landscaping company. Um, so I grew up with just seeing him like hustle. You know, right. like he was the grandfather with all his equipment. He had two cars. He he always drove a station wagon, mm-hmm. and then he also had a truck. So the truck always had like his lawnmower and his rake and all his materials. And he he, he worked alone. He didn't have like a big staff, but in hindsight, looking back, that 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 was his business. Yeah, you know, that was his hustle. So I did see that growing up. But other than that, you know, no one was around me you know, to really show me and teach me. Um, my son's father, he always had an entrepreneur spirit, though. When I met him, he was an entrepreneur. Um, so I guess with those two things, it did kind of rub off on me. But like mm-hmm. you said, I still had to figure it out. Yes. You know? And that's, gonna, I think, and even now, you know, you you still are, are on this journey. Yes. And you you're know, still, you still learn along the way. Yes. And I plan to always learn. You know, like I never want to stop learning. I feel like when when you when you get too comfortable and you feel like you have nothing else to learn, mm-hmm. I think that's when your career is over. Yes, that's when it's time to switch lanes and do something else. And oh, I think cool. we get like that. Um, even along my journey, um, it's gotten to the place where I'm like, okay, I think I've capped out like where I'm at. I think I've, right. it's time for me to learn something else or to, you know, take another route to figure out what I can do differently or, mm-hmm. you know, step it up a notch. Absolutely. Yes. So what motivates you? I know you did say you have a son. I'm sure that's a drive enough for you to live your best life. But outside of, you know, being a mom, what keeps you going? Mm-hmm. Making a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, making a difference in the lives of other women and people um, knowing that you know through my story I'm very transparent about my story Mm -hmm. Um, so through that you know I get emails and text messages and letters and you know people contact me and they say you know that it's inspiring and, and you know it gives people that hope that like hey I'm you know I'm from the same circumstances that you might be from. Um, that drives me. And also just wanting to have an impact. Right. Um, that drives me. I'm also the oldest of seven children. Okay. That drives me. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, wanting wanting to vibrate at a higher frequency mm-hmm. drives me very much. Um, And then just being of service to people, like I say, you know, with this, with women empowerment as IndigoBlueStyle.com is is about, um, a lot of times it's thrown around really casually when it comes to women empowerment. Yes. Um, And it's something that I'm like, okay, let's, let's make sure that we're really empowering people because sometimes people, you get around certain people who quote unquote have that women empowerment, um, 
um, spirit. And but when you get in their presence, it's not that. Yes. And to me, that's fraudulent. And I don't, you know, those are not practices that I live by. Um, I'm the person that answers DMs. I answer emails. I don't let people waste my time. Yeah. um, I am that person that, you know, that you can contact. I believe that we have to be who we say we are. Absolutely. So if I'm saying that, oh, I'm about women empowerment and I have women reaching out to me, whether it be in my DMs, my emails, my text messages, and I'm not responding, then I'm not empowering anyone. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm being self-serving. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I've experienced that myself, you know, just going to certain things or being in the presence of certain people who their whole brand is built off empowerment. Right. Yeah. Some people want you to, uh, dim your light in their presence. Absolutely. And it's, Um, it's crazy that that is happening a lot now. Like you said, the word woman empowerment is used so loosely these days um everyone's so scared that the next person can alter anything that they have going on or stop them from reaching their higher level which is not possible at all it's not possible and I think once once you know that it's a it becomes a lot easier for you to help out the next woman absolutely which is why um indigoblustyle.com has all women creators Mm -hmm. down to our down to our our graphics that you see on Instagram are made by women. Um, all of our um, our editorials are written by women, um, and I'm a woman. Yes, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's like you know, I'm really about empowering empowering my team and and building them up and making sure that you know we can bring along other women for this journey. Um, you know, when we really look at the world and really be honest about what's going on mm-hmm. it's a man's world oh for sure I mean? still mm-hmm. in 2020 yes. and we're still yes. fighting yes to get the recognition that we need yes. and even um it's a man's world but i even think some of the women have become so masculine mm-hmm. in their work that mm-hmm. um that's that's something that's holding a lot of other women back because they want to be the head honchos you know the Mm-hmm. the leaders um when it's going to take several women to you know help pull each up, pull us up to the top yeah you're going to need some help yes it's funny that you mentioned that because when i first launched indigobluestyle.com back in 2015 it was just me mm-hmm. i was doing all the writing i was doing i was doing everything when as it progressed and i knew i had a bigger vision um, I had a written plan, everything that's, it's really important to write things down. So yes. the audience, write things down. Yes. I stress that a lot. Yes. I yes. agree. Be very unapologetic to your vision, like write your vision, everything that you want, even if it scares you, if it, if it scares you a little bit, you're thinking big. If yes. it doesn't, you're thinking too small. So I started to write out how Indigo style would progress. I knew it would start out just me with me just telling my story and, you know, bringing people my fashion and and these editorials and, and the health and fitness motivation, but I knew it would blossom into something bigger. It had to, right? Because mm-hmm. it's bigger than me. Um, and so when I took time off to uh, relaunch it, redo the website, just totally reconstruct and just take it up to the next level, I bought on all females. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do that one to send a message that we can work together and we can do something really, really positive. Um. I also think that a one-man band, it can't get you far 
you know, we don't have Beyonce because Beyonce was just Beyonce. We have Beyonce because Beyonce had a really great team. Yes. We don't have Rihanna because it was just Rihanna. And she says that in her own interviews. So when you want to go further, you know, you have to get around some other smart individuals and help to build each other up. Yes. And that's important because um, as much as we we say we're, we are whole all by our all by ourselves yes Mm -hmm. but you need that motivation and that the encouragement from others to make you feel like you're doing the right thing it's I know a lot of people say like block out the noise and other people's opinions and everything don't matter but when you're getting the right opinions and the right encouragement and you have other women in your ear like yes girl you can do it do it or you know so that goes a long way yes um, in your business and on your journey too Absolutely. And I, I agree with that 100%. I think I think it's about just knowing whose opinion is being is coming from a constructive point of view. Yes. And whose opinion is coming from a negative point of view. You know, so I think we have to get a little bit more um, just strategic as to yes. when we're listening to opinions and when we're going to disregard opinions. Right. Yes. And that's the, that comes with a part of growth too, being yes. um, discerning, having that discernment. Absolutely. And yourself um, and, and knowing straight off Absolutely. the bat what is genuine and what's not. Absolutely. Yes. Because everybody's going to have an opinion. The moment you step up and, and, and reach for your greatness, everybody's going to have an opinion. Friends, family, outsiders, everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you don't learn how to navigate through, then you will fall victim to the opinions of others. Yeah. You know, so you, so that's definitely a skill. I would say that's, that's building up your endurance. For sure. <laughs> you will need it. Yes. <laughs> you definitely need it. <laughs> I tell people, you know, um, like I said, I'm known for being transparent. And what I tell people is like, you have to have endurance. You have to have discipline, dedication, and you have to be fearless when it comes to, you know, um, obtaining the things that you want to achieve, your goals, you know, your plans, whatever it are, whatever whatever it is, you mm-hmm. have to be very um, dedicated. Like nothing's going to stop me. Yes. Yet you touched on a really important point about the masculine, feminine energy. I feel like there has to be some type of balance. I'm all about balance. Yes. Right? So it has to be a balance because we do know there's times where, you know, women, we have to put our, our business women hats on and, you know, and the conversation may be a little bit more stern than it would be if we were just kicking it with the home girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do believe it's the time and a place for everything. So whereas though, because we're in a male dominated society, we do have to be a little bit more direct because if not, people won't respect us. Right. Anymore. And that's something that, you know, I'm still learning how to navigate. Like, okay, you will respect me. So I have to be, I have to be at a certain tone and a certain level so that my point comes across. Mm -hmm. But yet I'm still in my feminine aura because at the end of the day, I'm all woman. Right. right? But that's something that, you know, you learn as you go as well, because I've definitely had people not take me serious as a woman, not respond to emails from me because I was a woman. Mm -hmm. And if my male counterpart reached out, it, they will respond quickly. Yes, I've experienced. I've actually been experiencing um, a lot of that lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the real thing. It is. It really mm-hmm. is. And I think it. You really don't notice until you reach 
uh, a certain point spiritually. It's like, like I said, discernment earlier. It's like you really knowing yourself and yes. being able to pinpoint those things in other people and then how you react to it also. Yes, absolutely. Because that's what's going to determine whether you're going to be successful or not. Mm-hmm. Your reaction. For sure. You will be poked and pushed and this and that. And, you know, I tell people when it's your sowing, when it's your your sowing season and you're sowing your seeds in the ground, um, that's the time for you to manage all of those those things that may not be so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um ripe yet Mm -hmm. you know how we have things inside of us that's not ripe not quite ripe yet it's like a fruit you know it's there but it's not ripe and there and during those seasons you know those are times where you want to get your emotions in check you want to find out how easily um aggravated you can get yes you have to you have to grow as a person it was a time where if you said the wrong thing to me it was like what right (laughs) on and popping yeah yeah and a lot of times those are tests those triggers are tests yeah yeah that's just the world Mm -hmm. testing you to see if you're ready for your next level yeah and i failed a few of those tests early Mm -hmm. on if we're going to talk about it i'm going to talk about it (laughs) real you know i've definitely failed a few of those tests early on but i had to learn yes you know i had to learn and because i took that time to learn those learning times will keep you from making bigger mistakes as you start to play higher Mm -hmm. right so as you climb higher and higher and higher you'll be dealing with different levels different people and you need to know how to navigate through your emotions yes being triggered and everything so sometimes people like well how come you know things aren't moving fast enough for me or how come I'm just not exactly where I want to be and something I tell myself and others is you know God is preparing you for this next level. You do know with new levels come new devils. Yes, right? <laughs> every time. So, yeah, yeah. Out the blue, out the woodworks, however you want to say it, you'll have tests coming at you left and right. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. and very trying too, almost mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, like, whoa, it's like the woe is me. Like, why me? Like, what is going on? But yeah. that is just confirmation to let you know that, like, I must be leveling up or something. Yes. Yes. yes, absolutely. Because every time something big has happened, like, mm-hmm. I, I'll say to myself, okay, some type of blessing is about to come because this is crazy. Yes. I can't even imagine, you know, like something good is scary to come out of this. And every time it does, it does. Yep. You know, I think God sends us signs you know when I first when I first got started and I put together my first um campaign and you know it got picked up by a major corporation Curlbox you know I took that as a sign I'm like okay God I get this message this is what I'm supposed to do Mm -hmm. you know I'm supposed to be on this journey um with fashion and fitness and you know women empowerment you know I got to see that early on and even then I had an all-female crew Yes I, yes, I love the all-female crew. I'm always asked, like, I, I have a ton of male supporters, which I appreciate every single last one of you listening right now. Thank you, yes, guys. Um, but I'm so on this woman journey right now yes, that it's just yes. like, give me some time. We're going to throw the 30 guys in there right. <laughs> at yes, some point. Yes. But right now, I feel like there's so many other women that are still in a place where they're unsure or scared or whatever so it's like if I can bring other women on to add to my platform and then give whatever I can give then we can all come up 
the masses. So right now I'm so focused on our ladies. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'm also raising a little lady too. So. Oh, you have a daughter? Yes. 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 She's 10. Okay. Yes. Okay, so and I she, yes. Yes. And they pay yeah. very close attention. So Absolutely. she loves everything that I'm doing. She's a little 30 girl, mini, mini 30 girl herself. So yes. I love what you're doing with 30 girls. Yes. It's thank you. Thing. Thank you. Absolutely. So what are your business expectations with Indigo Blue Style currently? And where do you see yourself being in the next five to 10 years? Mm, great question. So my expectations with Indigo Blue and IndigoBlueStyle.com is to continue to serve women, um, to continue to serve, to continue to grow, um, to co- continue to grow the platform mm-hmm. and, you know, and inspire. Um, we also want to go beyond the website and, um, you know, and do um, in-person meet and greet mm-hmm. um, where we can get women together in really nice settings. Um, if anybody that knows me knows I love a nice setting. Yes. And take great photos. <laughs> That's <laughs> all we want anyway. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, more fashion events. Um, I send my team members. Shout out to my team. I cannot do this podcast without shouting out my team. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to my team of beautiful women. Um, my goal is to send them to Paris Fashion Week, um, to send them to London. I want people to really have that experience. Yes. Um, you know, we have our merchandise coming. We have our um, podcast coming. Mm-hmm. Um, the sky is the limit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I always say it's like in the little style is like Facebook. Yeah. I don't know where it ends. Right. You know, I love we that. We always want to add more stuff on. We always want to be engaging. Um, you touched on a male audience. I've learned to acknowledge them and welcome them, yet I don't cater to them. Right. But we we see them and we acknowledge them. Um, we throw out some trends sometimes that the men can do also. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to my male audience and the male audience who tunes into to IndigoBlueStyle.com because you guys are there and we do see you. Yes. Um, but I also think women empowerment can come from males too. They need to empower us as well. Oh, for sure. The backing of these men is yes. is very much needed. Yes, ma'am. It is. It's something that, um, especially in our culture, was stripped from us <laughs> yes. years ago. And I think there is a very fine line when it comes to um, men supporting women and then yes. men um, supporting with something in return, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So, and there are several men out here who genuinely just want to see the, the next woman do well. Yes. Um, and I mm-hmm. have a lot of supporters that are like that. And I'm extremely grateful for those because they do send words of encouragement, leave reviews, and they will mm-hmm. ask me questions for me to even help them along their ways. And I, I take um, very great pride in that. Absolutely. I get a lot of guys reach out to me about training. Mm-hmm. And I have to be like really stern with them. Like, okay, <laughs> if you're just trying to get a female trainer, right. because, you know, because I'm a female trainer, then my answer is no. But if you really want my expertise, then my answer is yes. yes. So I always have to weed out like, okay, who's, you know, who's what and who's who. But you, like you said, like the feedback that we get from our male audience, even with our product sales, um, you know, our male audience is, is 
definitely um, great supporters and we do appreciate them. Um, eventually, you know, with Indigo Boost Out, as it grows, we will incorporate more things, mm-hmm. more things for our male audience, um, more events for our women, um, any and everything that empowers, you know, we look to do. We're really excited for um, our podcast and our merchandise. And like I said, just to continue to bring you guys the latest fashion trends and beauty tips and um, health and fitness inspiration. Uh, we also have a segment now that's um, that's geared towards women empowerment. So we highlight other women-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, we also do our Discovering a Legend. So that's when we dive back into the archives of like designers who had a major impact that may not be as um, known now, but in their time, they were like at the height of their career. Okay. So we're always looking to educate. Um, I'm big on fashion education. I am a book reader. If you come into my home, I have like books and bookshelves mm-hmm. full of like designer books. So I'm very knowledgeable. And that's something that I always want to um, bring forth on indigobluestyle.com is making sure that we have our history. Um, yes, you know, the trends, you know, we do our trend alerts and we keep people up to speed, but we also, if we don't know where we come from, we can't know where we're going. Absolutely. Love um, that. So I'm really big on that. I love that. And what girl doesn't like to be trendy, even if it's not the latest fashion trends? I think we all have our own personal style. Absolutely. Anyways, um, so whatever you can get to help pull a little oomph out of you (laughs) goes a long way. And I do love your website. Um, I love the color, color scheme. I love how you do your blogs and everything if you haven't headed over to indigobluestyle.com be sure to do that and sign up for um i don't know if you have a newsletter or yes we do yes. we do have a newsletter make sure you guys subscribe um it's on the website on the home page you can subscribe um we do we do weekly updates and we just update people on you know um what we're talking about for the week what trends um what health and fitness we're talking about this week we did um getting down to the core which was like geared towards um affirmation and really giving mm-hmm. some in- information about that um we also do our celebrity style stuff um even down to, you know, for the women who want to, you know, go out here and, and climb the corporate ladder, we give interview skills and tips um, in our etiquette section. So it really is a place where women can just go and just all around yes. just get what they need. The one-stop um, shop. I love that. Yes. You can go there and just get all the inspiration you need and feel motivated and feel empowered um, to be uniquely yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most people follow me at on Instagram at I. I A M underscore Kiana Armani. That's my page, and I'm, I always talk about like empowering and and you know being being yourself. Um, I'm the person that like I don't really follow the trends. I'm up on it, but mm-hmm. I kind of do my own thing, and then I of I, I bring the trend along the way. Right. You know, I'm really big on style. Personal style is my thing, and I wear a lot of vintage. Um, I'm definitely a lover of vintage and sustainable fashion, and just being knowledgeable as um, consumers you know, what we're buying and, you know, just really keeping a conscious manner about consumption. Yes. So I um, love and that. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So can you give some, can you give some of the ladies and even some of the men some ideas on like where to shop? I know some businesses or some, um, they will have like trunk shows or discount warehouse pricings or where could we shop to get some vintage clothes? I don't know if you do consignment or online or what. So 
for vintage, I would say um, it depends on your area. But mm-hmm. if you are um, in Philadelphia, there's a few places you could go. Um, one being a uh, Culture Couture, which is a vintage boutique that's been around for a few years now. Mm-hmm. There's also um, a place called Century Twenty One, and oh, the great yes. thing about yeah, I love Century Twenty One. What I love about them is they have both, so you can get the retail at a markdown price, but then they also have vintage where you can kind of shop both. They have vintage uh, like handbags. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also, like I said, just have the pieces that are kind of marked down so you can still get affordable, um, nice things. Um, please don't underestimate thrift shops, guys. Yes. Um, I love a thrift shop, especially the ones that, you know, um, are in certain areas because you can get really nice items at a really low price. For sure. Um, so it really does depend on like what state you're in and so forth and so on. Um, I know in New York, it's like a vintage boutique at just about every corner in New York. So it's a big market there for vintage. So yeah, those would be my suggestions. Your local thrift stores, um, vintage boutiques, Century 21. Um, a lot of, oh yeah, you know where else? The Real Real. The Real Real is in New York. And okay. It's beautiful. Um, they have a beautiful store in New York. Um, I can't remember the exact address, but if you guys Google it, you can find a real, real beautiful setting. When you walk in, everything feels luxury, but the prices are marked down significantly. Okay. They, do, they deal vintage. They deal pre-owned goods. Everything is, is, is top of the line, authenticated. So I think you guys will love that experience. And that's real, real, R-U-E? The real. So oh. it's called the real real, and that's R E A L R E A. Okay, the real yeah. real. I'm gonna have to check so, that out yeah, myself. We actually did a feature <laughs> on the real real on indigobluestyle.com. So if you guys go over to indigobluestyle.com, you guys can see a full write up that we did about the real real. Okay, awesome. I love mm-hmm. that. Thank you. So you did talk about your fitness journey. You are a fitness yes. instructor. How did that come about? Yes. And and I could see where how involved you are in really transforming others and pulling greatness out of them. But what made you want to become a fitness instructor? So, like I said, that kind of like started my career period, Mm -hmm. like getting healthy myself. Right. Um, Over time, people just started to come up to me and ask me like, hey, you know, can you train me? I was in like the best shape of my life at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a little... I'm about you know, six pounds from um, from holiday weight. <laughs> so we you got time. Out. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, I still, I still very much always preach like dedication. So mm-hmm. it's not about perfection. It's just about staying dedicated. Right. So that's exactly what I did. Um, when I first started, I just kept going. And then people would come up to me, especially women in the gym. They would come up to me and ask me, hey, what did you do? I would share photos with them mm-hmm. of my progress. And I was just I was just willing and eager to show people what I had learned. Yes. So what happened was is through that, through people just asking me, I started training women in the gym and it just became something that I really enjoyed doing. I was like, hey, I'm gonna be here anyway. Why right. not help, you know, the next woman um, you know, accomplish her goals and just share what what I had learned. Um and so I was talking to a friend of mine. And we had went to uh, Lifetime Fitness. One of my friends is a hairstylist at Lifetime Fitness. And I was there with her and she was like, you know what? She was like, they love you here. And that sparked something in me because I wasn't certified then. Mm -hmm. But I said, wow, okay. 
I should get my certification and like really get my credentials. Um, because I've, you know, like I said, I've been doing it anyway. Right. So let me go ahead and get my credentials. So um, I took some time um, around maybe like the end of November, early December, somewhere in there. Um, I took some time, found the program that I really um, thought would be best fit for me. Um, I trained through ISSA um, online and I got my certification. Um, it really took me just like buckling down. I passed up a lot of like um, movie dates mm-hmm. and networking events and all that kind of stuff to just like buckle in and really learn the the information. Um, it is a lot of information to obtain. Um, but again, when you focus in and you stay dedicated, you can get the job done. So within two weeks of me studying, I did the accelerated program. Mm-hmm. So within two weeks of me studying and, and, um, and really taking in the knowledge, I took the exam and I passed it. So, yep. So that's how I became a certified fitness trainer. And um, it felt really good to say, you know, wow, like, I know this is something that I was really passionate about, but when you take the step forward yes. from, and from, do the like, work, you know, okay, exactly. Put in the real work. Um, I had to pay for my certification. So I knew I would take it really mm-hmm. serious. Um, and I always tell people like, whatever you put your time and energy into, especially your money, you'll take it really serious yes. because now, you know, you've invested. Um, I think a lot of times when it comes to being a businesswoman or being an entrepreneur or even starting a side business is that people are very hesitant to invest in themselves. Yes. And you have to. You have to set some money aside to invest in your knowledge and continue to expand your growth. And and that's how you have to do it. You have to be disciplined. Sometimes it'll take you passing up, going out with your girlfriends for drinks or hanging out, you know, you make sacrifices to invest more into your growth. Yes. And it makes you appreciate, like you said, it makes you appreciate what you're doing a, a whole lot more when you're yes. financially invested and emotionally Absolutely. invested. Absolutely. And no excuses, you know, like I, you know, I tell people that all the time, like cut the excuses and really decide what you want to do. You have to leave the excuses behind. You will lose things. You will lose people. Mm -hmm. But if you let that make you make excuses, then you'll never be where you want to be. Um, I'm a firm believer in, you know, if you need to cry, cry. You know what I mean? If it hurts, deal with the pain. Yes, go through those emotions. You learn learn so much about yourself when when you're in that space. Go through it, you know, and people are really afraid. Um, I remember the first year I went to Fashion Week, like, I went out there. I have no tickets. I I, I didn't know anyone. Yes, I remember you industry. saying that. You was just like, girl, yeah. I just was like, I'm yeah. going to Fashion I Week. Just, and you just went. <laughs> yeah, I just went and I looked the part and no one questioned mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? So when you are reflecting your truth inside out, people won't question it. Show up and, and be knowledgeable and look the part and, you know, have a really great attitude and leave the excuses because you can easily get caught up in, oh, well, I don't know this person. I don't know the right mm-hmm. people. Well, I don't have these resources. So what? You know? So what? And all that is, is self-doubt. Yes. It's, it's more you being your own worst enemy than anything else. Everyone else is expecting for you to de- to deliver. It's it's yeah. ourselves who hold our. We're in our own way holding ourselves back from being our our higher selves. Yes, making making excuses mm-hmm. and, you know, and just not just being afraid. You know, like more people are afraid to do things. You know, the first thing they'll say is, "Oh, well, 
I may lose this, I may lose that. And my philosophy is, you know, there's nothing that you can lose that you can't obtain again except for your life. Yes. We only get this one time around. Um, you know, so when it comes to being a slave for um possessions, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really believe in doing that. I, I think that everything could be obtained again, but this is the one life that we get to live. Yes, I love that you made that point because um and it kind of ties into the next question I'm going to ask you on how do you stay balanced mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all of the elites. But I think mm-hmm. when you when you fully are walking in your truth and standing in your truth and you that fear is completely gone, then you would know that all of your ends will be met in Absolutely. some way, shape or form, um, whether yeah. whether you have to step your hustle up or yeah whether things fall out of the sky because a lot of times that that's really how it happens but you have to wholeheartedly believe that Mm -hmm. um you'll be fine and everything will work itself out and it will and it always does that's a really great point and question that you just asked me um how do I stay balanced um I'm a Christian Mm -hmm. woman um I'm really my faith is really important to me um, I am flawed and I own mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yes, we all are. And that's uh, that's the biggest part, you owning your own flaws. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm flawed to death. And I, you know, I, I embrace every last flaw in my personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say you have to be a certain kind of person to really understand all that is me. Um, that's why I love my following so much because they get me. They know mm-hmm. me, <laughs> you know, they, they understand um so my my faith is really strong and and planted in my christian roots um i also go to therapy yes yes i go to therapy therapy is really important um i believe that we all you know have some things that may have you know not went the way we would have planned for them to go throughout our life whether it be our childhood or you know um being a young adult Mm -hmm. and managing you know we've all had some trauma and some things that we need to deal with um, so that's another way that I balance, um, is through therapy and just staying positive and keeping good people around me. Um, and not being afraid to check myself. Mm-hmm. Like there's days where I need, where I have to check myself, you know, because oftentimes, you know, our finger is quick to put point at mm, others. Yes. But sometimes we got to turn it around and say, no, this is my, itch. yes, this is my stuff I need to clean up. Um, and I think those things kind of help me stay balanced. Yes. Um, and you know what? It yeah. also helps you from repeating cycles. Um, yes. And even in like relationships, whether it be work relationships or personal relationships, it's all in what you draw into you. So sometimes you have to, I, I made a post the other day about looking yourself in the mirror and yeah. figuring out what it is about you that may draw yourself to certain situations or keep calling in those same spirited type people um yeah or like just going out here in the real world you can bump into <laughs> someone who mm-hmm. a, a mirror of yourself and a lot of times that is how you learn the reflect re- the reflection of your actions absolutely i agree with you 100 percent. i think that you know to some degree you attract what mm-hmm. you are um, you know, so that's why it's, it's really important to start to build yourself up and not be afraid to transform. Um, you know, there's um there's a saying that says, you know, if, if you're outgrowing where you've been, then you're on the right track. Or I'm I'm paraphrasing, but it's out here. Yeah. Um, and you know, not being afraid to to step outside of the norm. 
um, meet some new people. Yes. Um, that's another thing. Like, you know, don't be afraid to meet new people. Um, I know Drake has no new friends. About, no new yes. Friends, but that is a load of crap. How many people? A hundred percent. That is a load of BS. We need new friends. New friends bring new energy. If they're positive and they're on the right track, welcome new energy into your yes, life. Absolutely. Um, I super important. agree with you on that. And a lot of times um, you're stuck in that hamster wheel of the things that you go through is because you're still surrounded by your circumstances haven't changed. Yeah. You know, your surroundings haven't changed. You know, mm-hmm. like you brought, brought up earlier about parents having a huge impact on how we see things in life we got to understand that we live in a totally different era than when they grew up Absolutely. Um, so even and even your friends people a lot of times will project their insecurities on you when it comes to you wanting to you know live forth your dreams or do something different outside of the norm which entrepreneurship is something that a lot of people would be like <gasps> quit my job like girl how am I going to make my how am I going to do or you can't do that because they fear that they could never do those things yeah yeah fear fear is a real thing and fear is you know it's something that we have to conquer and we have to just believe you know like you you said that earlier like you know it will work out you know like it will if you believe and you trust yes um that's why being spiritually balanced is is like like of the utmost oh for sure yes Um, you have to have something to fall back on yeah a lot of times the faith is is what keeps you going you know um and also i think another thing that keeps me balanced is working out too Mm -hmm. that keeps me balanced a lot of times it's it's at the point for me now like when i'm working out now it's not even about um it's not about my body. It's more about my mind and my creative, my creative juices flow when I'm yes. clear. Um, I, uh, before I do a shoot, I have a, like an hour and a half workout. I have mm-hmm. to, because I need total clarity. I need to tap into all my creativity. And that's when I can feel my creativity the most. I come up with my greatest ideas. after. Yes. And you created that space for mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. And it's, it's knowing and finding yourself. And had you not, you know, stepped out of the gym while your son was in karate class five or six years ago, you've never, you wouldn't have, you probably would still be trying, you know, stuck trying to figure your way out. Yeah, it really did. It it gave me the confidence. Like, you know, when I show up and I'm at fashion shows and I'm I'm on set and I'm creative directing, you know, it all just helped me to have confidence. It just helped me to tap into, you know, who I really was. You know, I became fearless. I spent three and a half hours in a gym one time. If you can do that, your mental endurance is of another, you know, of another yes, caliber. Girl, because I wouldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here yeah, to I tell you. <laughs> I was definitely in the zone that day. <laughs> yes, and I think for women, um, our bodies is like, if like, what else could we be insecure about? You know, I don't know how yeah, men look yeah. at it, but I think for women, it's like we really feel our best selves when we feel good about the way that we look. Yeah. So because you yeah. show up, you, you really you show up in your full form. You know what I mean? When you're, when, you know, when you can put your clothes on and you love the way your body looks in those mm-hmm. clothes, you show up, you're happier, you're radiant. You know what I mean? And that helps to attract the things that you really want in your life because most people are not going to do business with people who are not confident. Yes. No one is. 
not even, I mean, you have to become not just confident in yourself, but you also have to sell your business, especially in business. If you're not Absolutely. too sure about your business, then the next person is going to be no, looking like, sure. well, you're not right. sure. I'm not sure. Right. <laughs> and that Absolutely. that's really how it goes. But if you come up, like you said, radiant, you're glowing, you mm-hmm. feel good in your clothes, your hair, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could talk just as much as yeah. you can walk. It, that Absolutely. is what sells people. That is what's going to retain your clients. That's what's going to mm-hmm. bring new customers in. That's what's going to draw people to you. And yes. I think a lot of times people are drawn to you, how you look before you open oh, up your definitely. mouth. That's why I'm really big on dressing oh, yeah. and, you know, and fashion and style because that that's your first, that's people's first interpretation. Of yeah, we are, are visual you know, people. As much as yeah, we can say, visible. like, don't judge a book by its cover, but we no. do. I mean, and that's just natural. Yeah. And the thing about that is, I think that when we say things like that, we're trying to be nice. Like, oh, let's not mm-hmm. get this by itself. But the first thing we do is when we see someone, we look at what they have, what yes. they're wearing. You know, like if they if they look a certain way, if they look like a professional, um, why do you think when people go in for job interviews, they, they go and they look professional? Because if you don't show up and look professional, you're not going to get the yep. job. So looks do matter, you know, and I think that is something that, you know, we have to embrace that, you know, that that is that our appearance speaks how we mm-hmm. feel about ourselves. Because when we see someone and they're not groomed and, you know, and things are looking all over the place, we we they give off the they don't care the projection that yeah. they don't care. Right. And so, yeah, you have to care. And I'm not saying you have to be all designered out and all of that stuff, but you do need to have some care when it comes to your personal appearance. That's for sure. I totally agree with you on that one. So my famous question that I I ask all of my guests, um, I'm always curious to know, like, when did it click for you? Like, when did you stop listening to, you know, the world, the naysayers and really went within to find who you truly are? When did you become a 30 girl? Mm, you know something? I've always been to go against the yes, type of I, I am too. I'm a little <laughs> rebel at heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If everybody else go left, I'm the person that's like, nope, yep. you're going right. Um, <laughs> so that's always been in me. I am a true Leo mm-hmm. spirit. Oh, I'm um, a Leo moon. Hey, sis. <laughs> really? Yes. Yep. And that that's me. So I think I've always been the person who spoke mm-hmm. my mind. I've always been the person who... Um, I always walked to my own drum, you know, to some yeah. degree. I think when it clicked with me as far as like um, with fashion and, and like really um, getting a grip on that, I would say my first editorial that I put together because it required me to be in total mm-hmm. control. I was in total control of my destiny. Um, I hired my own model. I, you know, I did everything myself down to the clothes. I put my own mm-hmm. clothes. Um, I was in... Um, like I said, my son's father uh, owned the boutique, so I just pulled from there, and um, you know that that's when it clicked for me. Especially when I was able to collaborate with Curlbox, I was like, "Wow, this is my first yes. time doing this. This this is okay. I'm listening, God, you know." And and that clicked for me. And then also um, another thing was when another like aha moment was like responses from women mm-hmm. um I would get like these and I would cry like literally I don't know if they noticed but I would be in tears reading this stuff like wow I never you you know like I felt 
honored that people trusted me or or just my story was impacting them. And I was like, wow, I don't take this lightly. Um, not too long ago, um, a girl reached out to me on Instagram in my, in my inbox. I never met mm-hmm. her before. But she felt so comfortable just sharing with me what she was going through. And she had just like lost her home and her job. And, and she was in a really, really rough mm-hmm. spot. And I just remember like crying and praying for her and saying, thank you, God, for allowing this person to trust yes. me with such deep, you know what I mean? Deep personal information. Yes. Um, so when I get those signs, still to this day, it still clicks for me. Like still to this day, I'm like, wow, thank you, God, for trusting yes, me. I'm, I'm the same. And I think that's mm-hmm. what makes you like you said, it makes it still it, it makes it real. And it also yeah. confirms your life purpose. It lets you know that you are on the right path. You are doing the right thing. Absolutely. And absolutely. And for the right mm-hmm. reasons, you know. The right things for the right reasons. I think, you know, we're in a social media era, you know, it's it's a lot of look at me, look at me stuff. But when you know that you're truly serving, um, and that you're really wanting to make an impact in other people's lives, that to me is like it's like it's utterly overwhelming mm-hmm. and it gives you a sense of, wow, man, I really have to um, really just thank God yes. for the opportunity, you know, because, you know, I'm, I'm humble. Yeah, I was just about to like, say that it humbles just, you and it keeps yeah, you humble yeah, because man. that need is still out there. It's like, even yeah. though you may feel like you're on level 10, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll bring yeah. you back down and be like, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> let mm-hmm. me go pull pull the the next one up absolutely and and you know what when I'm choosing people to work with um under indigobluestyle.com mm-hmm. um the first thing I ask them is how passionate are you how driven are you I don't care who you're associated with I don't care if you have two right. followers I want to know are you driven and are you passionate because if I'm leading the right way you'll get what you need to get where yes. you need to go but I need to know are you driven? Are you passionate? Do you care about other women? That's what I need to know first and foremost before of any of the, can you write? If you're not a great writer, I can teach you some mm-hmm. things. You know, if you don't have a great fashion eye, I can, I could throw you some books and help you to develop that too. But passion and caring about other people is something that you can't yes, teach. I agree. So, yeah. Yes, I agree. Well, I love what you're doing with Indigo mm-hmm. Blue Style, and I'm excited to thank continue you. to follow you on your journey. Um, Absolutely. And thank you so much for reaching out. We're, we don't know each other, um, so any, everyone listening, this is an authentic uh, business relationship that was formed over social media. It can be done. Women are coming together to work with each other, to help one another. Um, this is yes. a part of my dream. Um, I'm sure she's I mean, I'm not, I'm sure I know that you're living your dream, even being on um, the podcast. So it's, yeah, well, it's yeah. all um, one big world. And I just want to say thank you again. <laughs> thank you for having me again. I appreciate everything you're doing, enlightening women about their yes. credit and, you know, just helping women to be financially stable, which is something that I'm really, really um, an advocate yes. for. Um, and female empowerment so I you know I want to take the time to say kudos yes, to you for that you. keep doing your thing and yes this is an organic conversation 
um, people who know me know I don't do anything that's not mm-hmm. authentic. Um, <laughs> so this is a conversation that's just flowing. Um, and we did meet through social media. You know, I've never met um, Keisha nope. Joe in person, but something about her spirit really, you know, drew me in. Um, and we are, you know, Instagram friends and yes. Twitter friends um, now. So, yes, and we will be in contact and we will be working with each other in the future. And where can absolutely. they follow you? Where can where can they connect with you at? So, yes, I'm on all social media platforms. You can follow me at IAM underscore Kiana Armani. And that's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram, of course. And you can also follow at Indigo Blue Style. That's I-N-D-I-G-O blue mm-hmm. like the color. S-T-Y-L-E on all social media platforms. You can go over to indigobluestyle.com and subscribe. We also have um, merchandise coming soon. Um, You guys will be updated about that through email blast and through social media. Um, We also have our podcast coming soon. (laughs) I'm really excited about that. I'm sure I can get some pointers. Oh, for sure. I do not mind. Anyone (laughs) and everyone listening, I'm not like we did talk about this earlier, how this is an era where everyone's entrepreneurs and we're all quote unquote bosses. And you do have some women out here who will kind of withhold information from you. But I give away so much free tea that it's crazy but it's self-serving to me like you it's that's what's self-serving to me is when I can help the next person with no strings attached um it's really a pleasure for me to help anyone so don't don't be afraid to jump in my inbox if you need help whether it be a credit question or podcast question business question whatever I will respond like she said I do respond to emails and dms and I do not mind helping at all yeah, yes. absolutely, absolutely. Also, for our male audience of IndigoBlueStyle.com, you guys can go over to our Patreon. So if you go over to the website, you can click on a, a button that says Patreon. A lot of men want to get involved in the ask mm-hmm. how they support. Um, they, can, they can sign up for one of our tiers or they can just make a one-time pledge um, to continue to help us grow and get to the next level. Um, so I think I've mentioned all the social media. Yes, and if not, I will leave Um, all of Kiana Armani's information in the description box um, attached to this podcast episode. And of course, if you follow me already on social media, you've seen the flyers. Her information is all over that as well. Please don't be a stranger to the 30 Girl Podcast. Myself, Keisha Joe, or Kiana, reach out. We are here to help you. Absolutely. Thank you again, Keisha Joe. Yes, thank you so much. And thank you all for listening.